0: Everybody. Welcome to Eric's Technology and Communications Podcast. This week's topic is um, Crunchy Pancakes and the um, State of the Recording Industry. I am pretty passionate about this topic. Um, I know the Crunchy Pancakes title may sound a little interesting. <laughs> I was thinking of pancakes when I was um, th- thinking about my podcast today and um, kind of how you go into a restaurant where you, um, you're expecting these big fluffy pancakes with a lot of maple syrup on them with all the nuanced flavors of the maple syrup and pancake at your palate with your orange juice on the side of it. And um, when they come in to give you the pancakes, though, you get these crunchy, flat, just disgusting things with corn syrup that has a little artificial flavoring on it with some warm orange juice that's been out of a can. It just tastes really disgusting. Well. That would be kind of how I would describe the recording industry right now. It's been like this for the last about 15 years. Um, you would you wait for weeks on end for your favorite artist's recordings to come out, and you expect this great-sounding album that has all this detail, all this music that just w- move you all the tears. And when you get it, it's all distorted and is just... Compressed to the point where it's lifeless and there's no music there. It's just crunchy pancakes. Well, so why are things like this? Well, there's the loudness wars, which basically all these record labels think it has to be loud to, for them to play it on the radio. Well, radio stations already use something called a limiter to um, make their stations kind of pop for the listener so when you take a loud album and put a limiter on it it actually makes it sound quieter and it actually makes it sound less lively and less with less life in it and most uh most stations have a limiter on their stations and you're basically taking a flat pancake and making it sound even less or even less like music and so all these recording labels are trying to get their albums to be loud and loud and loud when really all they need to do is just make it sound like music and it will actually sell i mean they don't have to make it loud for people to like it if it if they have to make it loud for people to like it then maybe it's not music but they don't quite get that. And all these recording engineers that want to get in the business are trying to make their music louder and louder and louder. And when to make a good sounding album, you really just have to watch your levels. You have to make everything sound like a good cohesive mix. And you don't want to use too much compression, too much dynamic limiting, too much all these different plugins that they use to tweak the sound and to put band-aids on less than perfect recordings. And instead of paying attention to the recording environment, to all the variables that could happen in a recording, kind of like the dog in the background, like here, um, instead of paying attention to that, they just put band-aids on it. Oh, we'll just EQ that out. Or we'll just make it sound more compressed so it sounds more lively to compensate for the crappy microphone we're using. And people and these recording engineers spend so much money on their equipment anyway, why are they needing all these EQs to fix things? I mean, they should have good recording equipment that they can use, different microphones that they can use for different artists. They shouldn't have to EQ everything out. And if they have to EQ everything out, maybe their microphone's not that good then, or they're using bad cabling. They don't think that maybe some of their other expensive equipment's actually causing the problem. So I just, I don't get why everything is sounding like crunchy pancakes, but it does. And I'm tired of it. I don't want to pay for crunchy pancakes, but I pay a lot of money for my music. I mean, my, I don't have a huge budget and when I buy stuff, I usually buy music. I, I, I spend money on music. I love spending money on music and recording equipment and playback equipment. But I, if I had a choice, I would buy music and I don't want to buy crunchy pancakes. So I actually buy a lot of audiophile labels anymore because their stuff doesn't sound like crunchy pancakes. It actually sounds like music because they're not using a lot of limiters. They're not using a lot of EQ to change the sound of their stuff because they already use good equipment to record it and their artists are good. They don't have to use all these um, tone control issues like, um, like, autotune and um the melody and stuff to get the t- pitch to be accurate because they use good artists but unfortunately most music anymore isn't recorded well it doesn't sound good it's the artists are mediocre at best and they just have good looks so they put them on a record and i don't know it I I I don't see spending $15 for an album that the artists were selected because of their look. I I would rather listen to actual music. Uh, but I just wish that when they do find good artists that they wouldn't destroy their sound by putting all these compressors on it. Like for example, about this Josh Groban album, Josh Groban album um Stages. I loved the album until it got to a loud passage then the dynamic limiter would come in and all of the detail, the beautiful, wonderful detail that I was hearing in the album, it got masked by all that dynamic compression. And it was so masked that I couldn't, sorry, there's dogs walking around the room. So I have to put this on pause. Hold on a second. Okay. I'm back now. That's the dangers of recording in your living room. Sometimes the dogs went outside. So anyway, the, um, with the recording industry's obsession with um, with volume, um, I definitely uh, think there are some things they can do about it. One, stop this obsession with vo- recording loud. Um, I mean, you can. There are ways to get your music to sound loud without um, compressing the hell out of them. And that Josh Groban album that I was talking about. Basically, what happened was. All when it got to a loud passage, it was using a really high compression limiter, and to avoid it from going over and recording levels, and it was taking all of the detail and just making it mush, and kind of sound a little distorted at the same time, even though, even though it wasn't clipping digitally, um, it was still distorting. So. What they could have done was lowered the volume on the whole track so they preserve more of the dynamics, then just use a light limiter to get some of those peaks. But it was limiting it was basically compressing everything into like a pancake. And all that detail that I was hearing, a rich detail that was making it sound so beautiful, was lost in the loud passages, and it kept going out that way through the whole album. Um, some of the tracks weren't as weren't as um, there weren't as many loud passages throughout it, so it wouldn't click, or it wouldn't, um, it wouldn't be limited as much. But there were, but that there was one particular track in particular, the second track of the album, that was really compressed by half of the song, and it was just it sounded horrible. Um, and they're not the only album that's like that. I mean, isn't the pop rock um, rap music? And that type of stuff and you'll hear a lot of um a lot of distorted music and clipping um even these so-called itunes mastered albums will st- uh, still have some audible clipping going on even though they may not be going into the red on the um like the meters um like the vu meter um the like the level below zero decibels full scale, um, they are still audibly clipping. Um, I still hear distortion when in the background of loud passages. And it just, there has to be a better way to master these albums that doesn't require um, being super quiet, but at the same time doesn't require so much extreme limiting and so much Allowing for so many albums just to be crunchy and distorted sounding. So, anyway, I'm tired of paying for distorted pancakes or crunchy pancakes and distorted music that just does not sound like music. And, it, and sadly, about 80% of my music on my computer is distorted in some way, shape, or form. It's even my, even my, some of my audiophile stuff is distorted. And we need to lower the levels a little bit just not push everything so high and so hot um there are I mean there's this myth that you have to record at loud levels to to reach get all the detail in the music but you don't if you have good equipment then that's not a problem you can lower the levels and still get detail from the music you don't have to make everything so loud that it like you can hear every little breath coming from the singer at the same time I just covered my Mac with my hands, but (laughs) you don't have to hear every little breath of the singer just to, um, hear the detail. But at the same time, you don't want everything so loud that, um, I mean, everything's clipping on your recording and it's every, everything has to go through this limiter to even get like slightly louder passages, not to clip. I mean, there are ways to get good recordings without cranking the volume up and ways to get the track to sound like it's more dynamic and lively without using a limiter and without using a compressor. Sometimes EQ helps, sometimes I'm um, just tweaking the mix for some of the, t- tweaking the mix so that n- things aren't getting ma- masked in the recording helps or making the drums be a little louder than some of the other parts. So there's ways to do it but it takes more time and people are lazy. And have time pressures and all that, so it's just sad the way things are going. But anyway, um, dogs are wanting in, so um, I'm going to have to conclude this podcast. Feel free to like me on um, SoundCloud and um, share with your friends on Twitter, Facebook, um, anywhere that you can share. Um, and um, feel free and like us if you like this podcast. Click the like button on SoundCloud and subscribe to our soundcloud channel um it, uh i think eating 595 is the soundcloud channel and um just click the like button also and um if you follow me i'll follow you on there so um anyway um thank you for listening and this concludes the podcast have a great day